Welcome to Chosen Generation Ministries with Pastor Paul Morgan. We are a non-denominational, multicultural ministry based in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. CGM helps to develop nurturing, healthy relationships with ourselves, others, and God. We are a conversational church that engages our congregation in an active dialogue that enhances their personal walk with Jesus Christ in all aspects of life. Let's join Pastor Paul. Hallelujah. 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 H
Father, because you are worthy, we worship you. Yeah, some of us never encountered that before, but that's our way of saying thank you. That's our way of saying no one could have done what you did but you. We thank you that we woke up this morning. How we know that? Because we're alive. Somebody didn't, but we did. We thank you, Father, that we drove here safely. It wasn't an accident. We thank you for our family that's alive. We thank you, Father, that you caused these things. As we get into your presence, our mind starts to rest. Our bodies start to rest. Healing starts to manifest. It's manifesting right now. Disease that doctors said you could not get healed of is being healed right now. And Father, I thank you for the gifts of the Spirit and the working of miracles that are in operation and demonstration. Because see, that doesn't even require my faith, your faith, our faith. It's your faith that are doing the miracles, that's doing the miraculous. Father, I thank you in, in advance right now that we bind distractions. We bind tension and pressure in the households. And we just call forth your anointing to be manifested. We walk in it, we talk in it, we live in it. That's our lifestyle, that's where we go, that's where we stay. And that's how we live, because of who you are because of your presence manifested in us. And I thank you, Father, in advance that there's anybody that don't know you as Lord and Savior. Because see, 
Some people don't know how he picked us up. We weren't always holy. Dead and gone. But he picked us up when we breathed our last breath. And he said, no, 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 no. He's mine. She's mine. Stay belong to me. So he breathed life into us again. But this time when the life went in, we accepted it. And because we accepted it, we started to live his life. We started to breathe like he breathed, to talk like he talked, to walk like he talked. Walk. To lay hands on the sick and see him recover. And it's not us, it's him in us. We saw what life was really about, was to bless other people, to share your name with other people. You gave us that opportunity. And nobody, some people didn't believe it was us because we lived in such a way, we did certain things and when they saw us coming, hey, you got the drug, hey, you got the girl, hey, you got the man. But this time when we came, we brought Jesus. This time they looked at us and they said, there's something different about you. You're not the same, what happened to you? What, what, what drug you get attached to? What addiction you got attached to? And the person said, none of those. I met a man named Jesus that I couldn't pay off, that I couldn't beg to come into my life because he was already ready to do that. Someone as powerful as him was waiting for me. See, that's a story we got to tell. That's a story we got to make sure people know. When they talk about how great we are, we say, hold up. <laughs> I'm great because that's how he made me. I'm great because I serve the greatest. Father, I thank you in advance that today there are us that don't know what peace feels like. Peace is not the absence of conflict, but the rest in the midst of it. We're not calling people names. We're not calling them ugly. You this, you start with a B and a C and all those types of things. But we can pray for them the same way that somebody prayed for us. We didn't come in by happenstance. We came in because somebody stood in the gap and they prayed for us. They saw what you placed on the inside of us before we could even see it. We thank you for this opportunity to worship you. Like I said earlier today, worship is what you give, we give you. The word is what you give us. And we just thank you for the opportunity. Because if we had 10,000 tongues, we couldn't thank you enough. We couldn't say thank you enough. But I'd be blank if I'm going to allow rocks to cry out for me. Because I got the rock living on the inside of me. And I got to tell him about how good he is. So in a moment, I'm just going to start on this side. You just shout out what you're thankful for and for. Hopefully we can grab it. If not, I'll repeat it. Y'all ready? Just start over this side. What are you thankful for? Peace. Life. Happiness. Health. Joy. Love. Sanity. Long suffering. Freedom. Safety, shelter, freedom, a faithful God. What we got? What is it? Grace, peace, life, provision, salvation, administrator, my boys, deliverance. So, Father, we thank you. We thank you that we are thankful. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. You can have a seat. While the knowing this floor, I want teachers to stand up. I want students to stand up. It's time, time to go back to school. <laughs> Y'all just stand up. We're going to pray for you. Teachers and students. Y'all stretch out your hand toward them. 
Whichever side you on, straight. Yeah, there. Do, do, do like Curly do. Do it like this. You get them both. Father, right there, and, 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 and the people that are watching, we're praying for you too. We're praying for your students, your kids, your teachers. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you that no weapon formed against these teachers and these students shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up against them, such as bullies, will be shown to be in the wrong. It'll be manifested so quick, so fast, they're going to be astonished. We just speak safety going through these schools right now in Jesus' name. Your presence manifested in such a way. For every believer that walks into school, there are multiple angels in camp around about them. We thank you, Father, in advance that no weapon formed against them will prosper. We thank you, Father, in advance for the teachers and the students that it's easy for them to learn, understand, comprehend, and apply that which they have learned. In all manners of learning and understanding, these teachers, these students are found ten times better than all the learned. We thank you. We call it manifested in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for that opportunity, guys. Whew. Boy, this worship getting deep up in here, man. Man, man, man. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. Y'all ready? Just take a deep breath. Just take a deep breath. <laughs> let, let the students stay on in here. Let them stay on in here. Come on, stay. Come, come on in here. Go get the teacher tell them they, they, they got the day off. Find some seats for them. Get, get, get them. Slide over. Let's do our opening confession. <laughs> can, can we do what God say? <laughs> I'm going to do what he said, because he got me here. <laughs> How many of us think we got here where we are by ourselves? Somebody raise their hand, smack them. No, I, no, I'm just joking. I knew nobody was going to raise their hand. I knew, I knew nobody was going to raise their hand, Tim. I knew they weren't going to raise their hand. All right, let's do our confession. <laughs> I open the confession. Father, I choose to be open and receptive today. I humble myself, bearing my heart, my joys, and my pains. I thank you for restoring my wounded soul. I believe that I will not receive more than my humanity can bear. I ask that what is hidden in my conscious and unconscious mind, those secrets hidden from myself that block my growth and intimacy with God and others be revealed. Search me, Holy Spirit. Reveal these hidden hurts to me and show me the areas that must be addressed today. I give you permission to go to the points of inception of my hurts and hidden memories that are negatively impacting my life. I give you access to my heart and mind so that you may bypass any repression, denial, depression, disassociation, confusion, guilt, shame, condemnation, pride, unforgiveness, anger, fear, or lies that may be blocking my memories. Override any obstacles that have hindered me or are hindering me from receiving my freedom in you. I renounce and counsel the effects of receiving any accusations lies into my mind, body, soul, and heart that is contrary to the truth of who you say that I am. I declare that I live my life loved, cherished, and adored by you. I receive in my heart every expression of your love for me. Because you love me, I am free of all guilt, shame, and condemnation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Look, look at your neighbor and smile at him. See, see where they smile back. Okay. Did, did they smile back? Yeah? Yeah? Okay, just check it. Just wanted to know whether you got a friendly neighbor. Okay, because some, some of us, we got to pray for our neighbor. So y'all just pray, pray, you know, just put your hand down by your, on your seat and just start praying for them. So we're talking about common denominator. Anybody remember what a common denominator is? It, it's, it's what is consistently doing either right or wrong. 
Who is consistently? So if God is perfect and he doesn't make mistakes and we into some stuff, who is the common denominator? So let me give you an example. Common denominator. So um, the weather was perfect this week for me to go cycling. I love to cycle. That, that's, that's my getaway time. Just get out on the bike. So uh, I'm, I'm going up this, this incline. And normally my heart rate is about 150, 156 at about, I can go from anywhere from 15 to 17 miles an hour at 150. If I go 20, it's, my heart rate is going to be 160. So I'm going up this incline, and instead of it being 150 or 54, it shoots up to 200. Now I automatically look down because I know that I can do 20 miles an hour at 160 heart rate, rate beat, okay? But this time it was 200, and I am looked down at it, and it's like I go up this hill all the time. So I, I made a decision. I, I rode for maybe about a quarter of a mile more because I wanted to check and make sure the machine wasn't acting up, and it wasn't the machine. It was who? What's the common denominator? Who's the one riding the bike? So one day I led, led to another. I turned around, and, and uh, I, I figured it was time to come back home. How many say back home? Now, I don't have to try to beat this because I know it's not common. So I turned around and said, do, do I have a PowerPoint? No, no, I don't. Okay, okay. All right. And so I turned around, got in the car. You know, you, you ever worked out and felt a little shaky? Yeah. yeah, okay. So I was feeling a little shaky. And, and you know, guess what I started talking in? Tongue. How come I ain't talking English? I didn't know what it was. So I started talking in tongues, started talking in tongues, you know, on, on my way home, just went, went home and, and uh, made sure I got something to drink and stuff like that and laid in the bed for a little while and, you know, acting cool and everything. Because you don't want to come home in a panic. You say panic. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to clean out the whole house. I come running in like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, as I'm, I'm thinking about this common denominator. So I said, okay, well, now I need to get this thing checked out. So as I'm talking about common denominator, so what I did, I made an appointment with my doctor. And uh, what I did was I took pictures of what my, my, my gauge said, my meter said. And, and, and the thing about doctors, y'all, y'all it's, it's some of the doctors, y'all just need to let go. Get you another one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, you just need to get you another one. I got this na guy named Dr. John, and he, he was a jogger until he met me. And, and he, he, he started talking. We, you know, we started talking. Next thing I know, I got him in the cycling. And, and so, you know, when I go to him, he's he, he going to shut down everybody else. He's he going to reschedule their appointment because he want to talk to Paul. So I go in there and I got my gauge, I got my meter set, and I'm showing them, say, well, Dr. John, you know, when I was doing, you know, at this, it was 150 beats, 154 beats, and I was doing 15 miles an hour up this incline. But then once I got to the top of the incline, it went up to 200 beats. And, and I said, you know, I can do that at, 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 at faster speeds, and something not right here. So, so he started talking to me, and he started asking me questions. How, how many of y'all know they're going to ask about your family history? So Dr. John is always the guy to get, tell me about how boring my, my physical is it's because blood pressure is good, all these things are good, and so forth and so on. So, you know, I, I started to look at this thing about common denominator, and this is what it got. Y'all ready? I, I want to talk about health for a minute. Can I talk about health? Because if you don't have it, what you got? You're sick or you're dead. So I just, just want to look at common denominators in the health. All right? So 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19 through 20 says, do you not know that your body, uh, touch yourself, point to yourself, Wh whose body? Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is within you, 
whom you have received as a gift. So, so my body is a gift. And, and that you are not your own property. Oh, whose property are you then? Okay, all right, all right, okay. Can y'all hit the lights because y'all, y'all threw me off a little bit. I'm used to, there it is right there, okay. All right, so you were bought with a price. How much are you worth? That's the real deal. How much are you worth? Price is dirty. It's right there. Who said that? Girl, we got to make sure we give you something. <laughs> you were bought with a price. You were actually purchased with the precious blood of Jesus and made his own. So not only were you bought, but you, were, you belonged to Jesus. So then, honor and glorify God with your body. So then... Honor and glorify God with your body. If y'all can move that, uh, that light that's covering the, the monitor. Um, so what is honor? Thank you. How, how, how can we honor God with a body? I'm glad you asked that question. <laughs> All right. So now this is, so we saw God's version of health. Now, Nicole, let's look at our version of what we say health is. Now, the healthy people tells us, the doctors tell us, that we're supposed to exercise and, and have recreation. But I'm not going to ask for a show of hands. Okay, Tamika, I'm not going to ask for a show of hands. So Tamika always on Facebook talking talk about her exercise program. All right, so Tamika, I ain't no talk about you. All right, so no, no exercise. I'm not going to ask y'all to raise your hand. But, but now we're holding God responsible for what he does. But who's holding us responsible for what we do? Okay? All right, so no exercise, no recreation. I mean, recreation is just walking out in the sun. You know you, you, your body needs vitamins from the sun, right? Some people come out in the sun with the umbrella. I ain't, I ain't talking about older people. I'm not talking about mature people. I'm talking about special people. All right, so then, but then we're going to blame God when health don't act right. Oh, no proper food and hydration. Guess what Dr. John asked me? Paul, um, you are eating before you go, aren't you? I said, Dr. John, I, I had this, this gauge that I needed to set. I, I needed to be out by 8 and back by 11. So I ain't have time to eat. I, I grabbed me a little snack bar. Y'all know a little snack bar. Okay, but see, I'm going to blame God because my blood pressure went up. Okay? I, and so then hydration. Then he threw the word hydration on me. And I said, Doc, if I, if I drink too much before I go, I got to use the bathroom. So I decided, okay, I'll drink on the way. Once I get on the bike, I'll start to drink. I did everything special. Y'all understand? But, but see, I'm just talking about the common denominator. Who was riding the bike? Okay, now y'all ready for this one? I, so the next one was little or no sleep. I did, didn't sleep well, Sharon. Didn't sleep well. I had things, on, things that I needed to get done, wrote my list. You know, woke up in the middle of the night, did my phone list. Y'all, anybody ever did the phone list? Okay, I got two people. I know it's more than that, but anyway. So, so, so two of those two, I, I didn't do well at, okay? So, so he asked me all these things, you know? And, and you know how you try to look straight ahead instead of look at them? I'm, I'm an eye-to-eye person, but I ain't want to look at y'all. I ain't want to look at Dr. John. So I didn't look at y'all. I, I said, yeah, yeah, Doc, you know, sleep was a little rough. And, and, and he looked at the thing. He said, well, well Paul, um, you 63. I said, yes, I am. Yes, I, I am. He say, you, you, you're in good shape for 63. But, Paul, you got to stop acting like you're 23. 
Who the common denominator? Okay. I so 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 I I rolled my eyes at Dr. John. I rolled my eyes at Dr. John. I'm just telling y'all what I did. I rolled my eyes at. Okay. Oh, smoking and drinking. I mean, I'm talking about common denominators. Us. Now I don't fall in that category, but some of us do, don't we? If we're just being real, we started out somewhere in that category. Some of us still in there though. The smoking, the drugging, and the drinking. But see, we're still talking about what God gave us. Oh, you don't show, don't follow instructions with chronic illness. If you got diabetes, you got high blood pressure, are you, you following the instructions? Boy, it got quiet in here. Y'all laugh my every day up, but it got quiet in here, sir. <laughs> Topic got quiet. And so, you know, are you following instructions? Are you going to the doctor when you're supposed to? And look at this one. If you're married, find that man in here that you're married to. And you ask him, women, ask, wives, ask the husband, did you do your checkup? I did when this happened. <laughs> did, did, what, 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 the wife, what the husband say? He does? Okay, okay, all right, okay. You, you're supposed to look that spencer back there. Ask him, did he do his checkup? Oh, he act like he ain't see it. That's what he did. He act like he didn't see it. He act like he didn't see it. But he saw, I know he saw, I saw his eyes. But now we're going to blame God for what we did. So this is what I'm talking about, common denominator. So yesterday I went cycling. But guess what I did? I made sure I didn't get up at 7. I slept in the bed at 8 o'clock, 8.30. That's what I called my wife. I said, sweetie, you be proud of me. I stayed in the bed at 8.30 till I felt like it. I said, okay, I'm feeling good. I'm getting set up on the bed. Just look around, check things out, make sure everything's working right and all that. So I just checked things out. And then I said, well, I'm going to go downstairs because I need to get me some proper food. So, so you, you, you know you're supposed to be proteins and carbs, so I got me some carbs. I'm in Nelson Curl. I, I, I got half of a, a peanut butter sandwich. See, peanut butter break me out. But see, I, see, see what I'm talking about? So, so what, how did I do it? I did a half of it. Did you see half? See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? So see, am, am I still going by what God did? A half of it. So, so then, then Dr. John told me, he said, Paul, you, you, you're going to need more salt in your drink for hydration because the body's going to take it out. So, so I made sure I had me a drink to head the salt in the force head. So I was ready. Went out, had a good time. I was able to go up to the speeds that I was supposed to and, and, and the gear stayed exactly where it was supposed to stay. My heartbeat stayed where it was supposed to stay. As soon as I got home, my wife said, how did the gears go? I said, baby, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. So see, what, what, what I want to say today, guys, is there are other areas of our life that what we think is God's issue when it's ours. Now, if I had, now, how come this happened the other day, but it didn't happen that yesterday? Because I prepped. Because I did what God would have me to do with what he gave me. I'm just meddling. Is it okay to meddle? Yeah. But see, I found it's a lot easier. Y'all tell me if I'm wrong. It's a lot easier when you meddle when it's about you. See, people don't want to talk about them. But they'll walk out. Well, Pastor, I can't believe Pastor did something like that. Don't he know better? But I'm talking about me so you can talk about you. Okay? Everybody take a breath now? Okay? All right. All right. So now let me get into the other part of the message. Okay? That was the, the pre. Okay? <laughs> our, remember we've been talking about our transformation begins with. What, what's transformation? That means we're being changed. We're living a different life. So we talked about already Holy Spirit. Who, who, who knows everything? 
who told you what your common denominator was. Did he tell everybody what the common denominator was? If y'all raise your hand, you're scared I'm going to ask you what it was. I'm not going to ask you. I'm not going to ask you. I'm not going to ask you. But he's the teacher. He's the guy. He takes the things of God and show it to us. So on Thursday, I was sharing mine. And then all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit made adjustments. See, that's why you got to be honest with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will take your honesty and then he'll, he'll, he'll narrow it down even tighter. So he told me, say, Paul, yours is settled. You settle. And then he told me, but be fruitful and multiply. So that's my new one. He told me to be fruitful and multiply. Who did I ask? I ain't asked you. I asked the Holy Spirit. He said, stop settling. So, boy, y'all, y'all can, anyway, okay, stop settling. Then he said, be fruitful and multiply. So he took the word and narrowed it down to Paul. Y'all understand what I'm saying? What is fruitful and multiply? Fruitful is not a little bit stuff. That's a whole lot of stuff. And if you're operating in God's presence, fruitful doesn't have to be in the seasons that we normally grow things. Uh Uh Uh-oh. (laughs) Uh-oh. Y'all got me started. Okay. And anyway, who will teach you how to overcome that area? He just did. But I had to give him what I knew so he can give me everything he knows. He made the sentence shorter. He, He narrowed it down. So watch out. All right. So we talked about the Holy Spirit. Now we're going to talk about beliefs. The number two is beliefs, words, and actions. Say beliefs, beliefs. Words, words, and actions. And what I know about human behavior, if somebody doesn't understand something, they can't grow in it. Uh-oh. Yeah. Okay? So beliefs are what we think. How many of y'all are thinking right now? <laughs> I hope to God you're thinking. Now, this is the question. What are you thinking about? Uh-oh. Can y'all be honest? Will y'all be honest with me? All right, well, shout it out. What are you thinking about? Shay, what are you thinking about? Go ahead and shout it out. Lee's chicken. Lee's chicken. See, see, she honest. Okay, see? Okay, all right. Okay, Lee's chicken. All right. What, what, what part are you going to get the whole day? I'm going to get the wings. The wings? Yeah, the okay. She's thinking about the whole recipe, isn't she? Yes, I appreciate your honesty. What else are you thinking about? Getting some rest. Getting some rest, all right? She already asleep. Go ahead. What she sung the song. Now she's sleeping. Okay? Huh? Bowling, okay, all right, all right. I hope y'all brought your money. The brother wanted to go. I was actually thinking about my common denominator and trying to figure this thing out, Pastor. Okay, okay. Before you even get to it, I'm trying to solve it. Okay, all right. Yeah. So, so, okay, so Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. Because she's trying to figure it out. Because she's trying to figure it out. Take, take it out of your head and hand it to him. Okay, that's the figuring out part. I'm giving it to you. So, Holy Spirit, would you mind revealing? Would you mind revealing? To me. To me. My common denominator. My common denominator. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Okay? All right, keep going. All right, who else? What are you thinking about? Y'all be honest. <laughs> yeah, y'all think you cross your legs? Ain't no ash? What are you thinking about? Okay, okay, all right, okay, so you're here, okay, all right. What else? How I'm going to apply this word to my life. Where you at? Right here. In the okay, back. okay, how I'm going to apply this word to my life, okay, all right? That, that, that's a good question. A young man asked me that last Sunday. And I told him, I said, if God is who he is and the Holy Spirit is who he is, then he will take the common denominator and it can have three things under it. What he brings healing to will automatically impact those three things. So you will only have one if you ask the Holy Spirit. Okay? All right? Because sometimes we, what we want to do, we think we can keep the Holy Spirit too busy. You know, it's like, well, what are you going to do with all these five? 
Uh, one, one person in the back, Nels, right behind. Or, or somebody else. Okay, go ahead. Just thinking about what you're saying and trying to make sense of it. Okay, thinking about what I'm saying and trying to make sense of it, okay? Was that a, a hand? No, I was doing that for you. Oh, okay, okay, all right. So, everybody got it? So, beliefs are what we think. So, you, you guys got an example of what we think? Yeah. That, did, did those examples, were they consistent or were they different? All different. All different, okay? And, and, and thank God I ain't asked everybody, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Words are what we say. What are you saying? What are you saying about your life? What are you saying about your situation? What are you saying about your circumstance? By your words, you should be justified. And by your words, you should be condemned. So if we're talking different than what that scripture is talking about, then we're getting the fruit of that. Okay? So we are the common denominator with our words. If you don't like what you see and start saying something different. And after you finish saying, then you need to start believing. Okay? All right? And number three, actions. What, what is what we do? What are we doing? Now, how many of y'all, I'm going to ask y'all a real honest question. I want a real hand. How many of y'all think Shay is going to go to, uh, what, what, what chicken place? How many of y'all think she's going to go to, the, to Lee's Chicken after church is over? Raise your hand if y'all think. All right? So, so why y'all think that? Because she what? Because she said it. She thought it. And now she's going to put action to it. She might call the order in before she even get there. So they meet at the door. Here you go, Shay. Here you go. Here you go. I, I, we, 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 I really want us to grab this common denominator piece because God is not going to change it unless we submit it to him. If we submit it to him, then he's going to ask for us to do our part. To think different, to talk different, and to do different. But see, you know, when we, we're not willing to do that, then we keep blaming him. I'm leaving for a job, never apply for one. Uh, 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 Madeline, I, I'm, I'm going to mess with you a little bit. People be calling Madeline for a job, and they hadn't even applied for one. But I'm not going to say the company she worked for, but they, they, they call. And, and, and she's one of the receptionists, and she said, well, well sir, have you applied for one? No. But, 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 but I just heard they y'all hiring. Well, wait a minute. Where's your resume? Have you sent it to anybody? They don't even know where they live. She, she said, well, what, what, what's your zip code? Uh, <laughs> these are not kids. These are adults. So, so now, what, what, what are their beliefs? I believe that if I call this place, they're going to give me a job. I heard they're hiring. But, 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 but what, do I have, what do I need to say? What do I need to do? So Madeline told me, she told them, you need to look up the, look up the company, and they have jobs that you can apply for. None of those people have called back saying, well, I, I applied for the job. Are y'all ready for this? I'm, I'm going to go deep in your head. Can I get in your head? Yeah. All right. So I want you to make sure you get an understanding of this. Because everybody does this. So thoughts, our thoughts, sends beliefs to our mind. And consider your mind like a computer. And, and, and the computer is grabbing data and it's saying, okay, this looks like it needs to go in this section. This one right here, talking about chicken, this needs to go over here. Okay? Our mind decides what's important. So if I'm bringing forth a word and you're thinking about something else, what's important? Something else? Okay? I, I still keep coming back to common denominator, but we are the drifters. 
It ain't God. Whether positive or negative. So once that thought goes through your, 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 your mind, then what happens is it, it's going to grab it and decide, well, positive or negative, let me see, where do I want to put this one? If I'm in a bad mood, what, 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 what am I going to grab? The negative one. Hey, you ain't no grab the positive one. You're going to grab the negative ones. And then our feelings are emotional response to the thought and beliefs. See, you can't have a thought without having a feeling. So if something happens, something bad happens, well, it don't even have to be bad. Let's just be honest. You can just speak to somebody. They don't speak back. What thought, you, what thought did you put with that? They rude. I appreciate your honesty. They rude. What's wrong with them? But see, your feelings and emotions work together. They respond to it, and they say, okay, let's take this thought, and let's do this behavior. What, what I mean by that? Our experience and our perspective. So when we have a thought and we, we send it through our mind, the belief system, then what happens is we come up with, based on what has happened to us and our experiences, then if, uh, let's see, you ask somebody for help. And as that little boy, that little girl, mama said or daddy said no. But, you know, daddy's worried about his engine, getting his engine together because he got to drive y'all to school. But when, when dad said no, you, you put that experience in there, I'm never how many of y'all, raise your hand if it, I'm talking to you. How many of y'all say, I never ask for help? Raise your hand. And, and some of y'all lie. <laughs> some of y'all know y'all already said it, but that's my experience. I'm never going to ask for help. So then let's take that. Then our behavior is actions taken from the thoughts and the feelings. So what happens is now we have behavior based off the things that took place. So I'll never ask for help. I'll never trust again. And you're putting everybody in categories, and they didn't, you wouldn't even know them yet. Y'all you know, understand what I mean? So that's why the common denominator, we got to get that thing healed. Because we're missing out on who God want to bless us with. Oh, a two-way, though. They're missing out on who God want to bless them with. Because if I get hurt once, then everybody's going to pay the price for that, buddy. Am I lying on anybody? No. When, when people try to be nice to you, based off your thoughts, based off your belief system, then what ends up happening is everybody's going to pay the price for that forever and a day. You, 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 you ever tried to love somebody and you got to tell them you love them every day? See, I ain't asking y'all to raise your hand. Keep your hand there. Keep your hand there. I, I see. Because you'll never be able to measure up. Because somebody hurt you and you decided based off that hurt that that's going to be your outlook. When they try to be nice to you. They can't even give you some food. Man, man, this is your birthday, and I want to give you a birthday cake. And you got, you, you, got the, you, you got the receipt. The receipt say I bought it from the store. So I ain't lace it with nothing. You can see how it's sealed at the bottom. It's not been opened. And you won't even take the cake. I ain't asked for that. Who's the common denominator? I want relationships, but I got to shoot down everybody I talk to. <laughs> But I can't get nobody because I'm everybody's mama. I'm everybody's daddy. I don't like how they dress. I don't like how they talk. I don't like how they drive. If they want to drive down Broad Street and tell the state taking the interstate, is it okay? No, 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 no. You need to go that way. This is my first ride with you. I'm driving next time. I'll meet you there. But you want a relationship, but what's your part in the relationship? See, I'm talking common denominator. So don't expect a relationship until you change how you deal with people. 
I see his brother back there choking his neck. He, he laid back with his neck choking. There, there you go. All right, what, what's your question? So I have an example of okay, that. Okay, oh, give, give it to us. So last week I was talking to a friend. Talk to a friend. I think I might have misunderstood something. So okay. I sent this long text saying whatever I wanted to say. Uh-huh. And then I said, I'm done. Okay. The person called me back and said, no, you're not done. That's uh, selfish of you to try to end the conversation like that. Ooh, okay. um, I don't know who you're used to communicating Ooh. with, but we're not going to communicate like that. Go with the God. Okay. So pretty much shut me down. Okay. But. What would you do? Okay. What happened after that? I understood it. Okay. Um, I talked to another friend and he was like, you're used to dealing with the crazy person. There it is. So you have to adjust mm -hmm. to deal with the normal person. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's so true. So okay. I have to adjust. Okay. Amen. But, but, but see, honesty. <laughs> see, based on what happened to her in the past, she said the crazy person. So whether that was a male or female, every time somebody confronts, she's going to go back to that place. Follow me? But I believe that she got what she needed to get, so she getting healing for that area. You follow me? But see, the other person on the other phone to say, "Wait a minute, we're not gonna talk like this. We're not gonna end it like this." Their mindset about feelings and experiences is we we talk things out instead of walking things out. You follow me? So everybody you're dealing with got different mindsets, guys, different perspectives. But you just gotta stay there and and, and find out. You understand what I'm saying? I'm still talking about common denominator because that thing is real. See, th th this is my goal. My goal. I'm going to say my goal. If, if Satan is out, out after us to steal, kill, and destroy, why should we help him? That's my whole mindset. When you see me or hear me talk about I don't like pain, what I'm saying is I'm not going to help the enemy destroy me. So if you cause me pain, I'm going to process you different. But I ain't no be thinking about you while I'm processing you. You understand what I'm saying? So now this person is sensitive. So when you're talking to a sensitive person, do you talk long? You speak? Hey, how you doing? You smile? Hey, how's it going? And you walk free. By the time they come up with something else that I've been them about, I'm already in the car driving. But I showed them respect. I showed them honor. So that's what I'm talking about, guys. Stop looking at God when God has already done what he's doing and, and needed to do. But it's us. If we're in the same situation we were five years ago, ten years ago, and it's the same stuff, it's us. So when you make a decision, I'm tired of living like this, I want to live like this. And, and the Holy Spirit is a teacher. He's a guy. He, you, you just ask him. I can ask him something. Like When I was doing that cycling thing, I said, okay, Holy Spirit, what's going on here? He said, go back home. I said, okay. I ain't trying to figure it out. He, 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 go back home. Thank you for sharing, sharing though. I appreciate that. All right, guys. We, we need to stop right now. Okay? Yeah, the time flew. And, and I timed it, too. It was, I started at 11.30. <laughs> I mean, 10.30. I started. Because the worship was awesome. Worship was awesome. Amen? All right? Thank you for joining us. Please visit our website, chosenrva.com. And check in with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Chosen RVA. We hope you'll join us again soon.